Today we are talking about dating, how we've been duped into uh, into what how we've been duped about what it is by following a one size fits all in the box solution disguised as a custom solution, along with one step you can take to feel good about it. I believe that if each person had less stress in their lives, our world would be more harmonious. To me, stress is the source of all that doesn't feel right, that's wonky, or that's wrong in our world, does not feel good and causes people to be mean or mistreat people or um, just for us not to feel good. I know when I'm stressed, my emotions are off kilter. I don't communicate well, make choices, or act in a way that produces the results I seek or want. And it honestly makes others not feel great either. This is true with the dream of having and being in a loving, respectful, long-term relationship as well. Not having that and yet dreaming about it over a longer period of time can cause immense stress just about every day. And think about it. This dream to be in this loving relationship starts as early as being a teenager. And so that stress builds up over time. And when we add, um, you know, going out and dating and having that first date and it not working out or a second date and not working out or three months later, it not working out or five months later, whatever the time, um, the time frame is, all of those experiences tack on stress through our um, experiences, right? Because they don't feel good. Um, there's struggle, there's discomfort, there's fear, there's doubt, there's uncertainty, um, there's cl- our, our hearts close up, our minds close up, we become more self-reliant. There's just so much packed onto this notion of a dream of having and being in a loving relationship and not having it. Shoot. I still have firm memories of going to the skating rink, for example, and yes, I am dating myself right now. I remember vividly, to this day, the times that I sat on the sidelines during the couple skating sessions, watching everyone skate. I felt so alone, and yet... When the very few occasional brave persons stopped by to ask me to skate, I would not say yes. What was that about? I now realize that that was more about fear, doubt, lack of clarity, and if I were to be brutally honest with myself, it was more about judgment and fast-forwarding in my head, in my heart, in my mind to a relationship with this person And all the reasons why it would not work out. Instead, I would say, no, now, you know, I want to avoid all of that. So I'm just going to say no to you asking me to skate. All of this happened within fractions of a second in my head. And gosh, be darn, it was just one invitation to skate with somebody. Isn't it crazy how our minds and bodies do so, it's really mostly in our mind, and then we take it on into the rest of our body. It's crazy how our minds do so much processing that results in being stuck or in a struggle. Many of us are wired to be in a relationship. We long for it. And so we go out into the world and date with the desire and intention to fall in love. Warning, I'm going to be talking about falling <laughs> and what the word fall means. Messages of falling in love are feeding our hearts and minds everywhere and every day, and even more so 
on holidays, family gatherings, or uh, when we're the, the third or the fifth wheel at events where, where mostly couples are present. I believe this has done us, you and me, a disservice. I don't believe in falling in love. In my work with singles and couples over the last two decades, every single person, male or female, who fell in love experienced heartache, struggle, and relationship failure repeatedly. However, the ones who allowed love to organically and naturally progress in their relationship, whatever stage it was, whether it was a friendship, a family relationship, or an intimate relationship, um, or a desire for an intimate relationship, every single one of those people succeeded in not only creating and designing, but also having happy, fulfilling, deeply connecting and sustaining relationships. I'm really big into words. They have so much packed power, energy and meaning, and they create our reality as well as our dreams. We think in words and images or we sense them. We feel in words and images as well. So just imagine for a moment the power your words and visuals and thoughts have over you when you don't choose them intentionally, purposefully to serve your highest good, to serve your desires, to serve bringing your dreams into reality. So the word to fall or falling is very powerful. If something is falling, it means it is becoming lower in size, amount, or strength. To fall means to suddenly go down onto the ground or towards the the ground without intending to or by accident. So you better believe I am not into falling in love because that's called, that's what I call accidental love and not intentional love. To fall also means to be beaten or defeated or losing your power. And here's the one that really grabbed me and choked me into tears. To fall means to move from a higher to a lower level, typically rapidly and without control. I was totally doing this to myself in my dating years. No wonder I was flailing and failing in my quest to be loved. After much time and experience in dating world and many failed dating relationships, I realized I no longer wanted to use that word, that word fall or falling, that has so much energy and meaning that does not serve my highest good. Sure, there are other meanings of this word, like my hair falls loosely around my face, but even with that con even with the context of falling in love i don't feel like falling as a word connected with it i don't feel like feel that falling or think that falling as a word put together with love or connected with love is a high resonant high vibration energy word or phrase that is designed to coexist with the higher vibration word of love not even in the context of finding the love of your life. In my stress-free dating system, single women who have a desire, a deep desire to be in a relationship that lasts, where mutual love, reciprocity, equality, compassion, connection, joy, ease, communication, dreams, shared dreams, individual dreams, being supported, and more is present, 
Well, they learn a new way to explore who they are in a relationship. They design the, their ideal relationship ahead of time with clarity. You see that? It is very intentional and purposeful. They become crystal clear about what works for them and what will know, well, what will not. They start to see they are at choice. They start to see that all those bad experiences with people from their prior experiences were not really their fault or the other person's fault. It was simply about making choices that either honor or dishonored themselves or that were out of alignment with who we are and our deepest desires. Through this system, these women then are able to almost magically attract more of the types of people and experiences that are aligned with their plan, ultimately leading them to the love of their life. And I also happen to know this because I use the system myself and met my darling husband, who I've been married to for, it's going on 19 years almost, uh, later this year, um, within six weeks of really doing this inner work. You see, this inner work is a mirror to our outer world and our outer reality and our, our outer experiences. So whatever we're thinking, feeling, doing, being internally, the world is going to mirror or try to match up with that. And I learned that many times the hard way until I started to think differently, feel differently, see things differently, and plan. Planning, I cannot emphasize um, how magical um, planning is, and yet so few of us do, do it in all areas of our lives. Sure, we plan our day out on our calendar and our to-do lists and our jobs, uh, the things we have to do at work, but how many of us really plan our dreams? How many of us really um, plan out and map out a path to purposefully and intentionally accomplish and achieve and receive what we want in our lives and even who we want. These women also learn to stop dating. The word date is another word that, oh man, let's talk about that now, okay? It's associated with time and place or a type of edible fruit. So yeah, I can conceivably see how it evolved, most ostensibly by marketers and product service companies to mean having a social or romantic appointment or engagement. But this word date has many, many other meanings that's, and, and it's only, um, only reflected to mean having a social or romantic appointment or engagement in one context. Every other meaning of the word date is, um, related to time and or place or the fruit. So I can totally see how marketers, product service companies and other providers took it on to mean having a social or romantic appointment or engagement, then the word dating took on a whole new energy. And then there's business models around it. Those business models, make no mistake, leverage our emotions and feelings. And they use it without, I would say in, in some cases, you know, not necessarily um, with the intent to hurt, and maybe they don't recognize that the un this unintended result, but the leveraging of our emotions and feelings then being used that breeds or to breed more loneliness, more feelings of lack of love, a stronger desire to be to have a relationship, uh, a strong feeling of what's wrong with me, what am I doing wrong? All these other people in my life have relationships and 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 more self deprecation. Um, 
with the intention of getting us to take action, like getting on a dating site or something else, depending on who or what is sending you that message that results in that um, low vibration, emotion and feeling that results in us um, um, craving and wanting it even more in an unnatural inorganic way. I invite you to be grounded and resonant and no longer take in all of those messages that are self-deprecating, that result in you feeling less than who you are. You see, wherever you are in your your context and experience of being sim- single or wanting to have a love life, whatever you are feeling right now and whatever your past relationship and ha- history and patterns were, please hear me when I say this. It's not your doing. It's not your choosing. It's not your being. All it is, is learning and conditioning and programming from external sources outside of yourself that did and does not serve you. It's not the people who are in your life that contributed to the pain, struggle or sufferings doing either. You all were simply being with the, within the constructs of dating that you were unaware would create the pain, struggle and suffering until you became aware. But then you didn't know what to do with that awareness. So what happened is we, and I include myself in this, held on to those memories and carried them forward into our present and carried them forward into the relationships that we had from that point forward. They're like heavy backpacks on our backs and suitcases in our hands that feel like they're super glued to us and we can't get rid of them. We, it feels like we can't even reach a zipper to let out some of the stuffing in those bags, backpacks and bag, bags. Today, it really saddens me to see all the mainstream messages and models about men, women, love and dating. There's no shortage of advice, books, courses, experts, dating sites, dating organizations, retreats, etc. with the promise of help, of finding you love. What we think, see, do, and feel creates our reality. That is attraction in, attract, in, in action. We falsely think that this is all there is, so let me just keep using those tools or methods the way they tell me to or the way um, others have used it and had success. That success, I believe, was accidental and not intentional. Um, and the reason why I say that is because the... F- all of the clients and people that I have had the privilege to work with and collaborate with that were not intentional, use the tools and accidentally, uh, you know, it just kind of worked out and created success in their relationship goal. Many of those years later, sometimes decades later, experienced failure. Those relationships ending those relation, those individuals finding me to help them save their relationship. So I'm, I'm more of a preventive type gal. I'm like, why do we even have to go through all of that? Why, why can't we just plan and be prevention oriented and guarantee our sustained and future success intentionally? So here's some things that I did and how I felt um, in my own life and journey. One is I stopped using the word or date word date or dating during my single years. Instead, my vibe shifted to a place of empowerment, of self-love, compassion, and love of people, genuine interest and curiosity of people. 
And if I was with, with somebody, you know, for me, it was a person of the opposite sex. Um, heterosexual relationship is what works for me. A little side note, I work with all relationship models. I am non-judgmental, non-critical, very open-minded, and very supportive of you and what works for you. So when I share about my life, it may not be a fit for you as to the construct of the relationship, but the messages and the lessons and the learnings and the tools and the planning um, construct and framework that I provide can be customized for you and by you. So back to my vibe, I shifted to a place of empowerment, self-love and compassion. I started being interested in people genuinely without thinking that it was a date. I started learning about different people out in the world and what was aligned and resonant and vibrant for me and what wasn't. I realized that there were, you know, I couldn't be all for everybody as much as I am all about love and being loved. I have learned the hard way that that is not possible for me to be that way with every single human being on this planet. And that was very relieving. Also, the word date or dating and all the baggage and luggage that comes with it, including all the service providers. And believe me, I've read a lot of books about this topic um, and and um, different magazines, different opinions, etc. And it's all the same old stuff, just reworded. And it just all felt very manipulative to me once I became aware. And here's the rub. Here, here was the gut punch for me. I realized and accepted and acknowledged that I was allowing all of these external forces to control my inner world, which then produced the results that I was having and experiencing in my outer world, not to my benefit. Of course, I learned much later on that it was not designed to be my benefit and that these were just all tools to help carry me towards my goals and that I could choose how and when to use them. And then I stopped giving all my credo, all of my faith, all of my trust to these tools and I stopped succumbing to the tools, method, advisor, expert, Coach, one one way or the highway, one solution only, um, opinions. And I started tuning in to um, when I saw something that interest me, interested me or sparked my interest on dating or a relationship topic, I would tune in and see whether it was resonant for me. I wouldn't just jump at the excitement of it. I would wait until I was in neutral energy to when my hormones were balanced, when my endorphins were calm. I wasn't in a, you know, a false high state um, through those emotions and endorphins. I waited till I was grounded and then I would see, is this resonant? Is this going to serve me in my highest good? Is this going to propel me forward in my, uh, in my desires, dreams and objectives? I realized I was at choice, not them. I realized, however, that I needed to stop allowing them to choose for me. Now, I'm not saying that dating sites or products or services are inherently bad. What I am saying is that how we use and leverage them is off kilter. We put all our faith into these external sources and their process before putting ultimate and complete faith in ourselves. Sadly, the majority of these options are low vibration and low resonant options. For those who are sensitive, empathic, love-based, compassion-oriented, high-vibration beings, these models don't generate the results they seek. 
these models prey on our, uh, on our, our sensitiveness, our desires, our dreams, our, um, our emotions and feelings and lack. And I don't prescribe to that anymore. I, I just don't. I want to bring the best out in you. You are a divine human being. You are brilliant. You are radiant. You are amazing. And these models that don't bring that out in you, I am not a fan of or, or nor do I prescribe to them. And here's a secret. These models don't generate the results you seek only if you don't place yourself in the I choose seat and just use those tools for your own divine and highest purpose and objectives and tune in to see whether it's resonant for you, going to serve you for your highest good and whether it's going to propel you forward or backward into the abyss of feeling bad about yourself. What if instead we approach them as tools to assist us to intentionally and purposely, purposefully accomplish our desires, dreams, and goals. I invite you to please stop giving your power of choice away to others and anything else outside of yourself. I invite you to tune into your resonance and vibrations. Please honor yourself. Please acknowledge your choices and make choices that are highly resonant, high vibrating, and totally, totally grounding for you going forward. And if you find that you're uncertain or you have doubt or anxiety, those are, wow, those are gifts. Those are signposts. Those are guideposts telling you, you do not have to choose right now. Those are guideposts saying, just be patient, go get busy, do other stuff, take your mind off that topic and wait it out. Saying yes or no becomes easier when you give yourself the gift of time to process it instead of just diving in and, and going with the, just going forward and making choice, you know, just going for it without processing it. Feeding ourselves, and what I mean is feeding our minds, hearts, and soul messages and information that's high vibration and high resonance of high resonance is really what we are craving. I am really privileged and honored to say that this is what I provide in my stress-free dating system. Thank you so much for listening today. I invite you to take this step in your life in every moment going forward. Stop using the words date or dating. They falsely create what feels like high vibration energy, but it's temporary and not sustained. Take a look at other words if you're not single and you're listening to this podcast that aren't high vibration and choose ones that are that work for you. When something or someone does not feel aligned or right, please be silent to hear your heart, mind and soul's whisper. Please put your faith and trust in that. You will know what to do or say if you allow yourself the time, the breath, the listening and the honoring of your inner wisdom. Then simply ask yourself, what choices can I make now, tiny or large, that can and will restore me to alignment or feeling resonant or grounded.